What's in the bag? A shark or something? Put the bunny back in the box. Welcome to Two Guys Five Movies. This is the Quick Cage. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasperi. This is Frank Pelican. And Frank, what movie are we talking about tonight? Uh, tonight we're going to talk about the 2011 masterpiece, Drive Angry. Mm-hmm. Um, is that facetious? <clears throat> uh, little from column A, little from column B. I mean, okay. it's a. Uh, it's not like a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a lot of fun. Okay. And it's it's really fucking funny. Like it's I don't know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous, I guess. Like so I don't know, do you remember this movie even coming out? No. I think I saw I don't I don't remember seeing any commercials for it. I just I kinda remember like going to the movies around that time and seeing a poster for it. And mm-hmm. I thought it was like some kind of cheap <laughs> rip off of drive at the time or like maybe i saw it after like advertised and thought like oh we're just ripping off drive so i never even like gave this movie any thought until i started doing the fucking arduous task of watching every nicholas cage movie um okay so uh, right the only car movie i know with him is what was the famous one from like the early gone, 2000s gone in 60 seconds gone in 60 seconds right the remake of the 60s, mm-hmm. 60s, I think, or 70s yeah. uh, classic movie. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. I thought it was just some terrible, like, Fast and the Furious meets Drive, like the, whatever, like the Wheelman type thing or something. And I didn't read anything about the movie before I watched it. It just, it's on, like, Netflix or Prime or something. It, it was somewhere for free. <clears throat> and I just was, like, whatever, bored and by myself one night and started, started watching it. And it is like fucking batshit insane like there's i don't know it's it's a movie that probably shouldn't even exist like i don't understand so, what so is the pr- yeah what's the premise of this movie cage plays an undead convict who has escaped from hell with the devil's pistol mm. and is on a quest to murder the head of a satanist cult who killed Nick Cage's daughter and her husband and stole his granddaughter in order to murder the or sacrifice the granddaughter to bring about hell on earth. So that's the premise. Okay. That is not anything of what I would have guessed. Right. This I know it was about like I, seriously five minutes in when undead Nick Cage is like, like just murdering people and you're kind of like learning the, so the devil sends um, uh, William Fitcher plays the character Fitchner. Called the accountant who's like the devil's, I don't know, like mess, like Aaron boy or something. Yeah. Great, ro- great role for him. Yeah. Uh-huh. To get Nick Cage back to hell with the gun. So the entire movie, you think that, like, he's sort of like Nick Cage's nemesis. 
But in reality, it's like no one's allowed to escape from hell. He just has to come and collect Nick Cage. Like, and they have some kind of mutual respect, I guess, in the end. Um, the real nemesis is the leader of the cult and like his group of cultists. Who I guess the Nick Cage's daughter had joined and Nick Cage murdered someone or did some like crime in order to protect her and he went to jail and he died in jail and that's why he's in hell. Hmm. And along the way, about fifteen minutes into the movie, Nick Cage meets Amber Heard in a diner. She's a waitress. Okay. And sabotages her car in order to offer to repair it so he can drive it to Alabama to stop the Satanist cult from murdering uh, his granddaughter. Um, Amber Heard like catches her boyfriend like having sex with some other woman and she beats the shit out of him. And then Nick Cage beats the shit out of the boyfriend and then they go off on like this romantic adventure. Kind of. But like there's these crazy scenes like they stop in this like roadside casino slash like motel slash gas station. And Nick Cage just has this random like sex with this like prostitute, mm-hmm. but he's not really into it. And then like the devil worshippers come in to try and kill him. And he's like shooting the devil worshippers while this woman's like riding on top of him. And it's really weird. And eventually like after all these, whatever, um, Amber Heard gets kidnapped by the cult and Nick Cage gets shot in the face. And then you realize he's immortal. And then he just like murders everyone. And he, did, he didn't know this already. Well, I think, he, I don't know. I guess he did because he's dead. Oh, okay. Um, so then you find out that this, the gun, which is called like the God killer has the ability to like destroy someone's soul. So that becomes the thing where like, he's going to take the God killer and kill the leader of the Satanist cult. So like, he'll be whatever, like damned forever. So, yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of car, car stunts and action scenes and fist fights and shootouts and really, really, really bad CGI and weird, like strangely subdued Nick Cage because he's playing a dead dude, I guess. Like he's Hmm. like, he's too cool for school, but it's like, it's still like really it's it's a really funny performance, but it's not like the histrionic like funny, the like face off or something. It's like Yeah, well I I guess if you're dead you wouldn't engage in that behavior, maybe. Yeah, I mean he just beats the shit out of everybody. Like he's I, I don't know, you know, it's Nick Cage. He's just like this right. badass or whatever. But um I don't know, like it's a lot of fun and in the end, whatever, like they win and he goes back to hell with the accountant and he's like they're like buddies, I guess. And Nick Cage is like, I'm going to escape again or whatever. And I don't know, but it's, so, I don't know. So this feels Christ. It feels like a mashup of like five different Nicholas Cage movies you've talked yeah. about so far. It's like ghost rider meets gone in 60 seconds meets the Mandy. Yeah. Maybe a little, um, except like there's no real artistry to this movie. It's, it's really all in, in there's the, a diner the, sequence in one of them, like next maybe that you've talked yeah. about. Like, yeah, it just feels like uh, there's a lot yeah, of just, just feels like there's a lot of different Nick Cage movies, like all kind of wrapped up in this one. Yeah, it really is like the ultimate culmination of the first part of the 2000s in terms of like Nick Cage, just like melding all his performances into one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So 
maybe I enjoyed it so much just because like I was continuously surprised by like what the fuck I was watching. Um, sure, I, I would. I, I would recommend seeing it. Like I think it's like yeah. enjoyable to watch. If you would have told me it was the, this movie's title and his name attached to it, I would have guessed either daughter or girlfriend is kidnapped by a gang. Not a cult, but a gang. Like a gang of like people that like race cars or something along those lines. But And he himself, yeah, would have a criminal background. Like he was a driver for some sort of heist gang. And there's some kind of like miss like he something happens and they kidnap her and order this and he has to for some reason it's like there's a lot of driving right and yeah and, and and he's angry and yeah. so basically what what's the Liam Neeson movies um uh taken take it's like taken but with driving right <clears throat> that's what i yeah, would have I mean, thought this movie I, I kind was i expected something similar i honestly again i thought it would be more like drive where like he was uh like a wheelman for some gang and yeah, just kind of trying to get out of the life. I mean, he, and in all fairness, he makes that movie like six times between like 2009 and 2018. <laughs> I mean, like literally that same, like, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the name of the movie is. This is really bad. Um, yeah. Movie with him, like trying to reconcile with his son after being put in prison for like 20 years by this gang. Cause he wouldn't like rat him out or whatever. I'm getting um, so confused with all these movies anymore because there's some you've watched and told me about, but we haven't done an episode on them. Yeah. So I think you've told me about that one, but I don't think oh, we've yeah, done on the. I mean, we'll we'll go into more detail when we do it. I'm really putting it off because I really don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> it's got some really uncomfortable, like pseudo implied incest a little, right, like yeah, yeah. and son. Like it's real weird, and he's like, it's it it's waxy, like. <laughs> I don't know, mortuary slab Nick Cage, so he looks like half dead and just like covered in like pancake, you know, makeup and I don't know. It's 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 horrifying. If you ever if they ever wanted to remake the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula, instead of getting um, Gary Oldman to do it again, they need to get Nick Cage and just let him be himself because that dude is like legitimately a vampire. Like just to just just tell him to act suave and and just let him go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he, I mean, like, whatever. Like in Kill Chain, like he could play that same person, but just like, fuck, I can't remember what the name of that movie is. It's awful. He has like ten movies that have basically the same name, where it's like, I don't know. Like they're awful, terrible names of movies. Okay, so first, and then I have um, one thing after this. Um, What's the rating on this movie, like, overall? Like, what's my grade? Yeah. Um, it's a solid, like, 6 out of 10. Okay. Like, it's, not a good, it, it's not a good movie. It's maybe, like, like a C plus. I mean, I know 6 is, like, a D, but, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but entertaining and, like, the acting is decent in it, and it's, it's, it's just fun. Okay. Uh, so... If Cage plays Dracula in a modern-day adaptation, who in 2020 plays Renfield? Hmm. 
I want to find one. I'd like to see like Ricky Gervais as Renfield. I think that'd be like a good compliment to Nick Cage. Okay, we just gone all out like kind of like zany here, like for this for this version, I guess. So, so we we talked about this on the the podcast this week when I talked about that um Becky movie, but like you know, somebody like Kevin James can play a heavy like have Gervais just kind of dial back the zaniness a little bit and have some of his like the weird like uncomfortableness of like The Office, but with like a little bit of like insanity to it. I, I think you could pull it off. Chris I Pine like, is like, Chris Pine is Harker. Uh, Chris Pine, uh, I guess. Doesn't really matter. I mean, just, I mean, because he's a stiff, him. right? Like Harker's a stiff. Just so have that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> he has an right. That's true. You can see a little plastic on him, like in you know, a little little waxiness, like in those trailers for Bill and Ted. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe he's like like an older Harker. Amina's already dead, and mm. Dracula's like come back, and so he's like more wizened, and he's got like that John Wickishness to him. So okay, I don't know. Mm. Maybe right. so Ricky Gervais. Nicholas I mean, that, I, I didn't give it like a whole lot of thought, but it just seems like that right. would be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. So I want to plug something real quick before okay. we finish. Yeah. Um, new teaser trailer out for the Candyman sequel that's coming right. out this year. Um, one of is the most, a, like is it a sequel or is it a remake? Yeah, it's, it's it's a direct sequel to the first movie. Oh, okay. It's it's basically pretending like the second movie doesn't necessarily exist. Okay. Although the second movie's fine because it, I don't know the, the second movie's weird, but it's like pretends like the second movie doesn't exist, kinda, and it stars Tony Todd as the Candyman. So I right. guess it's like a more modern retelling that's a little more relevant to like sort of what's going on in society, you know, with um like a lot of the social unrest and using, you know, because Candyman is basically a slave that was murdered by his slave yeah. master for daring to fall in love with like a you know a, a white woman. Right. So it's it. There's a lot of like social relevance, I think, to that. But the trailer is amazing. Like this teaser, because it's got no scenes from the movie. It's all done in stop motion puppeting, basically, with like mm-hmm. silhouette cutouts, and doesn't really tell you anything. But it's just it's fantastic, and like it makes me really excited to. And if you know the Candyman mythology, like you can see a mm-hmm. lot of like relevance to it but it's 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 really cool like um so this is the second trailer i guess uh yeah there was a first one that doesn't really tell you anything it's like it's pretty short okay i this haven't seen the second one then okay this is this one just came out today i think gotcha okay um but it, it's a full-length trailer it's just two and a half minutes long mm-hmm. um but like just completely beautiful and like really daring i think to put something like that out and you know, not even like like hype the movie necessarily. Just kind of play off the idea that maybe people would be either intrigued by it or like know enough about Candyman to be excited. So, yeah. But I I, I marked out pretty hard too. Yeah, that's cool. One we just did Candyman this year. Is that right? You know, you remember what list it was on? Was it like I horror of the nineties or something? Or I can't remember. We haven't done a horror nineties horror list. I don't think. Um, because that's is that eighty nine? Was that? Was that I, think Candy, I think Candyman's in the nineties. I think Candyman's like ninety one. Huh. I don't know what it would have been on then. Um, <clears throat> um it's it's escaping me right now. But yeah, we 
Did we do it for a list or did I just watch it? You may have just watched it. We may have talked about it. It's 92. Yeah, maybe. It's 92. Okay, yeah. We, it must not have been on a podcast then. Because I thought it really held up uh, considerably well uh, oh, when yeah. I watched it. Candyman. Candyman is a fantastic movie that just captures, like, it's, like, exactly right in every beat for being, like, an urban legend slash ghost movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Candyman 2 is a piece of shit. It's not a piece of shit, but it's not good. Like that's, it's fair, that's Farewell to the Flesh, or is that a different one? Yeah, Farewell to the Flesh. That's, that's the second one. Okay, alright. It's got some interesting stuff in it, but it also has... It's got like a Wizard of Oz type thing where a house gets swept away by a flood. It's there, there, there's some really bad stuff in that movie. Mm. <clears throat> but the, like, you know, Tony Todd's still pretty good in it. Yeah. But this, re- this like, re- it's not even a reboot. This Because what they're doing is basically the same idea that Halloween did for Halloween 2018, which is, like, what's happened to this world 20 years later, you know, 20-plus years later, if the same mythology still exists and everything sure. is, like, that stuff is the same. Yeah, that's how um, I took the first trailer, in, which I thought was cool, yeah. So I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked. I'm, I'm kind of hoping Virginia Madsen is back in it. I don't know if she's casting it or not, but I'm really, it's it's pretty awesome that they cast Tony Todd. Yeah. To reprise his role and that they're not like trying to recast or rebrand or anything so yeah no yeah that's uh, that's cool that he's back in it yeah i mean Candyman's um, one of my favorite movies horror movies of the 90s i think it's probably yeah. it might arguably be the best well that's a, that's tough but it, it's one of the best horror movies of the 90s yeah and one of those franchises that i wish had gotten like a little more i don't know like just had a, maybe a few more sequels, or if Clive Barker would have stayed interested and done more with it, right? Um, I think the short story it's based on is called "Sweets Sweets to the Sweet" or something like that. Hmm. Short story is really good too. If you ever like read any of the books of blood stuff, there's hmm. a lot of his movies. A lot of the stuff you see from Barker, like Hellraiser and um, In the Mouth of Madness, and all this stuff is based off of like just short stories from the books of blood. Um, because yeah. Clive Barker's longer books are the number one, they're freaking like 800 pages long, but they're typically way too long to like really like turn into like a movie and do it justice. But his his short stories are really good for like you know like a 15 page short story makes like a really good 90 minute film typically. So yeah, yeah, that, that's um, I've been thinking a lot about like black film today. Um, and uh, because of the, you know, the college that I work at, like, is doing a number of just different initiatives right now are, um, like, under discussion. And I know they're going to start a book club and stuff like that, but um, I don't really have, like, a lot of skill sets. And I, I told her, like, <clears throat> if she wanted, you know, to do anything with film, like, you know, I could try to do something with that. And um, so we were emailing a couple times today about like you know what's out there for free and like those kind of things and um i mean obviously like you know probably like do the right thing like is probably like maybe the most apropos for a discussion point right now i would think um but um but i was thinking like you know like you know how much i like that baraka play um dutchman um but uh you know it's a little risque even though it was like 60s seven or whatever it's still risque like i think a little bit now sure. with like the whole like belly rub you know like all that kind of stuff like and um but i was actually thinking about like jordan peele like and i uh, get out and how that might um 
be for college age students like a little a little easier to like for discarding discussion points a little bit um and yeah. peels peels producing this candy man right yes yeah yeah so and he's he's attached to something else in let me let me look him up there's something else that he's attached to that's really interesting that I'm excited about or I was that, excited that Lovecraft Country show well that's yeah that's really exciting cuz I I really enjoyed that book yeah cuz he's producing that on HBO uh yeah Candyman producing and then he's got nothing he's directing in the next couple of years but a couple of things he's starring in and he wrote Hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Lovecraft Country this year. But he's again, he's just producing, right? Yeah, he's just producing. Yeah, but but that's good. I mean, like, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad to see. I don't know somebody that cares about like horror, you know, and also is willing to be like a little daring in terms of like I don't know, whatever, like the social dynamics of it, or like take risks on like some new directors. I don't know it's pretty it's pretty cool. Absolutely. You know, You'll you'll really enjoy Lovecraft Country, I think, when it's the series. Like if they do it justice, I think it you'll really dig it. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Um, any other There's thoughts? Also, so this oh. is a, like just a. I can't remember what it's called, but I read a book last year that was people of color rewrite it, like reimagining Lovecraft, because Lovecraft was like a pretty notorious racist. Absolutely. So yeah. People people that loved like the stories of Lovecraft, like rewriting his stuff to make them a little more i don't know like inclusive and less like you know primal aborigines in the dark like dancing mm-hmm. around the sky idol type thing so right um i can't remember what it was called though it was free on like kindle i think mm-hmm. it, it was worth reading hmm. okay all right well um i need to get back to uh watching movies for the uh the main uh Two Guys Five Movies uh, podcast. Um, uh, just so you know, on the on the on the kind of main podcast, uh, we'll be doing uh, after this weekend. Uh, we're taking the week off, but after that, in June, we're coming back with the. Uh, let's see, end of June is top five tropical movies, and then mm. July we are doing the worst top five worst blockbusters, yeah. top five best blockbusters. <laughs> Um, and then we will end the month with the top five Americana movies. Um, and I am currently through doing the, uh, kind of going back and forth between the best and the worst blockbusters. And I just want to say, Frank, that I fucking hate you. I hate that, you so much that, right now. Like I'm going to be hating you for like the next, I'm going to be hating you for the next week and a half, probably. Like there's the one worst. movie I haven't seen on the worst list and I looked it up today and added it. Um, on Netflix and realized that it was two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. I know which movie that is too. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real, real, real bad list. Yeah. Like I'm going to have to get HBO max to watch some of these things, like, which will be good. Cause I can watch some other good things, but, um, Oh man, man, these movies are all long too. But like, hey, the top five bests are, are really good. Like all those movies are really. They good. are. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, nice variety. Mm-hmm. Look, it's it was true. your idea, so you you get what you get. You can't shake the devil's hand and say you're <laughs> kidding, right? So I suppose so. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back um, next week with the Quick Cage.
Yep, happy Father's oh, Day. Oh, are you are you doing um are you doing Captain what what what's the name of that fucking movie? I gotta watch it. I don't know. I every time I go to watch it, I just want to kill. Well, I shouldn't say I want to kill myself, but it's it's close to that feeling. It's like oh, I can't believe. I what is, what is it called again? I can never remember the name Captain of this fucking. Captain Corelli's mandolin. Captain Corelli's mandolin. I want to like Captain Mandelli's something. Like I keep fucking it up every single time. Captain Corelli. Okay. Captain Mandelli's cannoli. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather see that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, um... That actually sounds like a really like lewd, right, like Italian porn from like. It does, yeah. It's like a little Steve Van Zant vehicle, like you know, straight to video, like from two thousand seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We went in different directions with that, but that's cool. <laughs> the variety is the spice of life. All right. All right. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Frank, you want to give yep. me your well wishes because I talked over you. It's fine. Have a good night. Yes. Thanks, have a good night. Yep. All right.